You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we had uh, two golfers on Monday. Today's Thursday. We had one on Tuesday, two more, three on Wednesday already this week. Golfers who were trying to keep bend in their right arm, basically from the top all the way down to impact for fear of casting. They were all wanting to stop casting the club, so they were trying to keep that right arm bent. They're all right-handed, so it's their trail arm in the downswing. Yeah, and it's a super common problem. I mean, it's like getting to the point now I feel like a high, high percentage of people that come in have problems with that trail arm. They they think that bending it at the top is helping them get more club speed because it's a longer backswing. Right. And then they think that holding on to that bend all the way to the ball is helping them lag the club and get more club speed. The problem is the opposite happens. They end up casting worse, and it's a steepener when you hang on to that trail arm bend on the downswing. We call it uh – Elbow cast, right? Or, or trying, they're trying to elbow lag it. Yep, elbow lag. And you say also, too, we're, we're teaching, I hear you say a lot there, setting the club with their elbow. Yeah, meaning that when, you know, you go from address to the top of the swing, a lot of golfers are using their elbow bend, their right elbow bend, to set the club instead of setting it with the wrist. Yep. And when players do that, they have kind of a cast baked in, so they're trying as hard as they can to keep that elbow bend early into the downswing. And then the later in the downswing you get, there's, you know, again, it's a quarter of a second. You got to get the club to the ground. And if you bend the right arm, on average, is about 70 degrees in the backswing for a total of like a 90 degree bent right arm, it's not going to, the club's not going to get back in the ground if you have. 50 degrees of bend as you're coming into the ball. You're going to have to do some really goofy things. Yeah, and that's where you see people do goofy things. They have <laughs> kind of hang back. Cartoonish Side movements. tilt to the right yeah. a whole bunch. Um, gets the low point kind of behind the ball, and they end up hitting it thin and fat because they have to kind of flick at it at the last second with just their wrist. The, the other pitfall to this whole thing, <clears throat> and we get a lot of insights using gears, like cause and effect. Well, we, we notice over the – time we've been using gears you know the when they increase the trail arm bend in the backswing it kind of turns off their rotation in their body it's a, almost mm-hmm. like a lazy finish to the backswing it's a fake fake turn it's a fake yeah kind of a fake turn because you can get the club you can get the club high up by not turning by just over bending that right arm it becomes more of a arm driven only motion instead mm-hmm. of using a blend of good rotation with kind of wideish arm feeling, which gives you that nice big turn with a compact arm swing, which we feel like is a pretty good way to play golf. Yeah. And if you want to know, if you're trying to visualize this, just stand in like a talking posture 
you know, upright, not in a golf posture, just in a talking posture. And your arms would be hanging basically straight down, right? 90 degrees, we'll call it, to the ground, perpendicular to the ground. Just extend your right arm out so it's about 45 degrees to the ground. Okay, so that's roughly where your arms would be at address. Right. Okay, just right in front of you. And from there, raise your arm about 15, 20 degrees as you bend your right elbow, if you're a right-handed golfer, to about 90 degrees. Okay, so that's the top of the backswing with what the arms do. Now, the arms, what good players do, measured over guys that won over 400 times on tour, what those players do is they will lower the arm more than they raised it as the arm straightening. So the arm actually lowers more in the downswing and straightens than golfers realize more than it raises in the backswing. That's it's hard to wrap your head around how that's possible. Uh, it makes sense. So when you think about the impact body positioning and all that, absolutely, absolutely. Because there's some tilt involved, obviously, and all that, hips but to the right, I mean, left, yep. but just the arm movement of lowering. And we've heard players say, well, you know, player X doesn't lower and we've got the data for player X and he lowers a ton. It's, it's the twisting and turning and tilting in the golf swing from these static camera angles that really give you a poor sense, in this case, a, a, a really a myth of what's happening with regards to the right arm. Uh, either arm in that respect, but the right arm because, you know, it's moving for a face-on camera view. It moves out of sight and then comes back in sight, and it keeps revolving away from that straight face-on camera angle. And you cannot see all those movements from that one camera angle. And if you start to to try to apply the movements based on what it looks like it's doing from the face on, you're going to run into some serious trouble. I think you said this a couple of weeks ago, you know, the picture tells a thousand words, but it also can tell like a thousand lies. Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So you're looking at a video of a golfer from one point of view, but the body is turning, kind of tilting and kind of moving around left to right yes. in space. It's like you really don't get a true picture of what the right, or let's just say the right arm does if none of that was going on. If you just if you just stood static, what does the right arm do during the swing? That gives you a more clear picture in your head of what you need to be trying to do during the swing than trying to match what you see on the video. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if you, if you know what each limb does, and we'll just make it as simple as that, four movements of, of all four limbs, if you know what those movements are, then it becomes really clear in your brain how to blend all that together. But if your concept of the arm lifts in the backswing and then doesn't lower in the downswing, that's your concept, man, you've got to really do some crazy things that good players just don't do to try to get the ball squarely back at impact. Yeah. We all, yeah. We always talk about, it'd be great if we had like a, a suit that you could put on to feel what people are feeling. Like well, a McElroy or somebody. We kind of do. I know what you're saying, but yeah. we kind of do. Well, if, if, if you could, if you could actually get in their body and feel what they were doing and yeah. kind of like what direction they're pushing and pulling in, it's that whole kinetics kind of discussion. If you're into golf science and a super nerd about this whole thing, but the, the forces that you're putting into the club and the arms and the direction that combined with, you know, body rotation and, and um, movement is what creates the video picture that you see on, on your phone. 
Yeah, we have a suit that can measure what those players do. Right. But we don't have, or there's not a suit yet that will make you make those movements. It would be incredible. That would blow a lot of minds. I mean. A lot of minds. Yeah, imagine getting in a suit from you know, whatever tour player and he does something and you're like, what was that? <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Whatever that was. And that would be the ultimate way to, to get really good, you know, fast because you'd be like, well, it doesn't feel right, but obviously it works. Yeah. No, we see all the time. And this is a, there's no better example than what we're talking about now of that suit analogy. Cause we see golfers all the time, take the arm up, look pretty normal at the top of the backswing and then they try to really drive that trail elbow like in front of their belly button is the most common term we hear. Like I'm trying to get that trail elbow in front of the belly button. And to do that, you've got to take the arm externally when no good player does. And then you've got to really adduct. Which one moves across? Add or add? A, uh, uh, a, AD, adduction. A, AD across the body to get in that position. And it doesn't, your arm can't lower in that position. I'm doing it right now. And it doesn't, it actually hurts. So you've got to really start to crank to the side and all that. That's just to get the club parallel to the ground. Forget getting it to the ball. Interestingly enough, it's like when people do that, they actually hold on to the right arm angle worse. It often bends more, yeah. More, yeah. yeah. And, and that's one that you, we're, we see a lot of being taught out there and find, you know, everyone's free to teach what they want. But we just don't see, like, Players trying to do that, they're not having success with it. The ones that we have coming through are just well. Struggling. It's it's funny you say that because we were sent um, last Saturday. We were sent an, a video from um, one of our regular students of of, a, of an instructor, tr- you know, um, posing or, or putting himself in those positions where the elbow goes forward, you know, all that side bend, externally rotated, all that, and then he's like, "That's how you want to do it," and then he made a golf swing that had zero of that movement. He said, hey, that's a good swing. So, of course, he's not going to do it if he has a good swing. He missed the ball. So, his even his concept, and that's and that's the thing. It's like unless you're measuring or, or basing this stuff off measurement, even your own concept, even if you have a good swing, you still may think, and we see this all the time from good players, they think they're doing one thing and describe doing one thing when, in fact, they're doing something completely different. They're doing it pretty normally, but trying to tell or teach the opposite is where danger happens. Exactly. And just because, and let's just say, for example, that that teacher really does, really does feel that him talent, because that's his feel for making a normal downswing, just telling that to a 20 handicapper because they're coming over the top, it's a complete disaster. And that's kind of how golf instruction started, right? You would have the best player in your town would get hired by the local club to teach, you know, he just taught his swing. This is how I do it. And that's really the genesis of, of how golf instruction came to be. You try to hire the best player in your area to teach your members and hopefully you can produce good players. Now that we've kind of, we're getting out of that era of instruction, hopefully to where, okay, we can start measuring what players are doing and we can measure these movements of the limbs, right? In this case, the right arm. And it's, Again, going back to that suit analogy, it's nothing like what these guys are thinking they're doing, or thinking sh- they should be doing. Yeah, and I think you know we've did an ep- we've done a couple episodes on this, but I think a lot of it is like in the name of shallow in the club. And it's like to us, I can't remember the last time we had to 
really tell somebody to shallow the club once we got their trail arm in a good spot. I mean, it's like. No, it's the result for sure. When have we ever said, oh, we need more, you know, you got to really wheel this thing around and shallow. It's like it, once you're putting the right movements in, especially in the backswing in a decent spot, you almost have to not try to shallow it because it gets too underneath. Um, early extension, shallowing, getting more open or, or things that we rarely. We never talk about them. Rarely have to get players to do clean up the reasons why they have to have those things. I mean, and then those things go away. It's either a concept problem. Mm-hmm. They've been told to like most often leave concept their arms problem. up and turn, yep. or they've just baked in such a horrible backswing position that they're forced to make some from a concept problem. problem. Yeah. Then they're just forced to make some kind of movement. That's not very efficient to just make contact. Right. It's, um, yeah, we, we see a reversion of that, and it's not because they're not flexible enough because you physically can't externally rotate like that. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, I'm not I'm a flexible guy. Never seen you make a steep downswing. Yeah, up to underneath. Yeah, you get, you you get too of, shallow. Yeah, so it's not these complicated, physically demanding movements of, you know, it's difficult as we get older to start side bending, and we get guys 65, 60 to 65 years old, in all the time thinking they've got a side bend more than Rory. They've got to be more open or as open as Rory to have a chance of shallowing the club. And it's, it's, they just, they twist themselves into a knot. They're frustrated because it never shows up in their golf swing and they're not sure why. I mean, it's cartoonish. Like, the shenanigans I'm watching these people try to go through to shallow the club. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, what, what is, <laughs> it's not working. One. Well, that's the thing, right? So it's not working. Um, and it's not from a lack of effort because no. we have guys that, I mean, Trying dedicate so a lot hard. of time, a lot of effort, and it just doesn't show up. I mean, the best thing is like during our lessons, it happens all the time, steep downswing. You know, we watch 20 balls being hit in the warm up with a super steep downswing and then, okay, take it to the top. One of us will go in there and fix the top of the backswing and then have them hit it. And it's like, I've never been able to do that. Yeah. We'll say, you know, you most often it's you go over, position them at the top, get the arms the way they need to be. Yep. And you'll kind of, you'll kind of just move out of the way and just say, make make a downswing from there. No, from a dead stop and it's shallow on plane. All that. And no no instruction about. No downswing instruction at, at all. <laughs> Just hit the ball. And that's what blows them away. Yeah. And then you can buy in after that. Yeah, they but instantly like, okay, I'm in. Okay, I connect now that my downswing is a reaction to my backswing. That's Not it. that the backswing just happens and then in the golf swing is all downswing. It's just extremely not the case. But, you know, the backswing is three quarters of the golf swing. So it, it has a massive influence on what you do. You combine that with a poor concept of, you know, okay, I'm going to lift my arm in the backswing or bend my arm in the backswing, but not do it in the downswing. It, you know, that old saying of what goes up must come down is it's pretty accurate. I remember saying that to the guy the other day. I was like, well, how are you going to hit the ball? <laughs> I mean, you got your arm 90 degrees bent down here when the hands are down by your legs. How are you going to, how are you planning on this to happen? My brain works in simple math. If you bend the right arm 70 degrees, yeah. you can't add 70 degrees of side bend to make up for that. No. And there, obviously there's some of that, you know, a portion of it. But I mean, 
having th- this guy literally was trying to hold the same bend all the way down. It just doesn't make any kind of sense. No, he had 90 degrees of arm bend at shaft parallel in the downswing. I just think over the years, it's been so ingrained. The lag thing was so ingrained and nobody really looked at the right arm aspect of it. It was just a lag in the whole arm and wrist that, that, that got yeah. ingrained in like golf, like vernacular. Like that's what, well, you, you know, golfers think that, you know, lag is shaft lean and it's not. No, there's no, they're like they're two completely different things. Yeah. Lag and, and shaft lean. And if, yeah, if you're struggling with shaft lean and you're trying to like keep maximum lag, you're gonna you're gonna run yourself in like a dog chasing its tail. Yeah, it's not happening. No, it's not. And you know, there's there's, I saw someone. Uh, we had someone come in uh, about a month ago, and he was talking about you load the shaft at the top. You know, everybody's seen, especially with a driver, seen the shaft kind of bend at the top, change of direction. He said you hold that load all the way down the ball. If you did that, you would miss the ball because the shaft bends in a completely different orientation at the top than it does at impact. That's one of those things like, like no, that didn't really work like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's caused a lot of golfers a lot, a lot of frustration trying to do that. Yeah, and it all goes back to the best players in the world. Everyone's, you know, obviously enamored with how good they are, but their their swings are more simple than what you're trying to do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that, that's a podcast level. in and of itself. Yeah. The simplicity of a good swing compared to what most golfers are trying to trying do. Trying to do. Yeah. It, and reverse is true. Imagine if took a tour player and put him in a 20 handicap body for like a few swings. He'd be like, whoa, yeah. what are you trying to do? There's no <laughs> chance here. It's just, they're just bad concepts. No, it's true. It's true. They, they would be like, get this off me. Yeah. <laughs> Which has literally happened before. Yeah. Well, another day for a story. <laughs> All right. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. The trail arm's going to bend for everyone in the backswing. It's got to straighten in the downswing. That has no impact on your ability to lag the club or maintain wrist angles or anything. It'll just mess you up in other ways. Yeah, and we've got we've got a couple of good videos on that on, on YouTube that just kind of really shows the detail of that if you haven't checked out a YouTube page yet, we got one there with a lot of pretty cool videos. Yep. I think that covers it. All right. If you guys are enjoying these, please leave us a five star and a written review on um, Apple I, iTunes. 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 Yeah. And uh, we're trying to reach as many golfers as we can and help them and you can help us do that. <laughs>